Happy Sunday, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Elon's Matchup Maximizer podcast presented by Keeping Carlson, a podcast where I, Elon Dubrovsky, walk you through the schedule for the upcoming week of NHL fantasy action so that you can be successful in your head-to-head matchups. Brian and I are busy prepping the maybe one of the most mega of mega shows for tomorrow where we're going to be breaking down all of the trades from the past week and all the fantasy implications of all the movement from around the league. It's going to be an awesome show, but I'm definitely going to take a second to take a step away from that and look at the schedule to help us all maximize our matchups because next week is a big week for a lot of people, at least in the Keeping Carlson Ultra Patron Fantasy League and a lot of other leagues. This is the last week before the fantasy playoffs, which means you may be fighting to make it to the playoffs, in which case you need to win desperately. You may already have a playoff spot clinched, which means you don't really need to listen to this episode. And if anything, you need to be doing your research into the following week and making whatever moves you need to make in order to be successful in two weeks. Uh, If you're like me, I'm barely fighting to stay out of like 13th and 14th place in Kakupful Tier 1. It has not been my season, as has been chronicled this year on the podcast. Uh, But if I can get myself into 12th place, that means I get to fight for the Constellation playoffs. Next thing you know, I win that, and I rank 7th, which actually isn't uh, too bad. So I've got definitely something to fight for, so I've been definitely looking at these schedules as it looks like I may be able to pull off a win this week, but uh, we'll have to see. But anyways, you don't care about that. You care about the schedules and the players on the teams with good schedules, of course, that will help you win. So let's dive right into it. Uh, Next week is another typical week for fantasy so you know something you know you could just you know, set your watch to which i always like you've got light days on your monday wednesday friday sunday and then you've got your busy days on tuesday thursday and saturday saturday being the uber busy day with 30 of the 32 teams playing only anaheim and calgary don't play on saturday which means those are the two teams with the best schedule of the week because both of those teams play four times and not including the busy Saturday. So those are definitely going to be the teams you're going to want to target because there's no way you're going to be able to add a player from any other team and get their Saturday game. Your roster is full for that day. Unless like you only are rostering three defensemen and there's four D spots, then I guess if you add a D, you're going to be able to fit that person in on Saturday. But assuming you're full, uh, yeah, everyone's playing except for the Ducks and the Calgary Flames. So let's take Take a look at those teams and see who you may want to stream in over on Anaheim. So Troy Terry is back and lately they've been running a top line of Terry, Zegris and Ryan Strom. And then Ryan Strom has also been on the top power play with Terry, Zegris and Mason McTavish along with Cam Fowler. So obviously Terry and Zegris are not going to be available to you, but potentially everyone else may be, which means the three names I am keying in on are Ryan Strom. Mason McTavish and Cam Fowler, basically the other three on that top power play. Ryan Strom also on that top line is interesting. He is pointless in three games. He did have two assists in a game against Carolina a couple weeks ago. So yeah, Ryan Strom, unfortunately not making the most of this deployment. But if you want a stream that could hit, I guess you can go him. Probably I would go Cam Fowler first. He's hot again. Anytime I recommend him, he definitely does go cold. But now, you know, on the last podcast of Keeping Carlson, I said Cam Fowler is hot and I didn't feel good about him and he actually had a good week he has assists in two straight games now there's no threat of john klingberg stealing any power play time because klingberg is off to minnesota so cam fowler is going to be your top power play qb for the rest of the year on anaheim barring injury so i think that he's someone that you're going to want to add and plus the tuesday and thursday are not super light right and so 
uh, on, you may have trouble fitting a forward in on one of those days. So maybe you might have better luck with Fowler on D. But I guess if you could fit anyone, it doesn't matter. I guess Mason McTavish is actually pretty hot right now. He's got uh, points in three straight. He scored against Montreal a couple days ago on uh, Friday. He also had a three-assist game earlier in the week against Chicago. So maybe for straight up points, you go Mason McTavish uh, for just like reliability and also like, you know, position flexibility, go Cam Fowler. And then if both of those guys are gone, then I would go Ryan Strom. Those are going to be your top three picks over on the Ducks to get in on that good schedule. Uh, Then, of course, we have the Calgary Flames, who we've definitely talked about before as having a good schedule. And on Calgary, you know, the typical players that you're not going to be able to add, your Elias Lindholms, Huberdo, Kadri, Rasmus Anderson, Toffoli, probably. Uyghur, Hannafin. Uh, at this point, Mikhail Backlund is rostered in 42% of leagues on Yahoo. I would definitely love to grab Backlund if you can. He's actually uh, pointless in four games. He's really cooled off, but the shots are still there. So that, to me, indicates... And by the way, it's pointless in three. I'm actually recording this on Saturday night, and I'm seeing Calgary's actually in the middle of a game versus Minnesota. So maybe he'll do something by the time I'm done recording this or by the time you listen. But yeah, three pointless games before that, but with four, five, and five shots in each of those games. So that sounds like someone who is due for sure. Uh, to finally get one of those shots to go in. So if, you know, someone who added Backland, you know, got frustrated and dropped him because he wasn't getting any points last week, this is a great ad for you. Also, Calgary, I'll say Calgary has a better schedule than Anaheim, actually, because they go Monday, Tuesday. So you get the two games right away. Then Friday, Sunday. And Thursday is busier than Tuesday, I should say. Thursday, there are 22 teams playing. On Tuesday, there are 20. So you have a better chance of fitting someone in on the Tuesday. So another reason why you're going to be into the Calgary Flames. Uh, yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Sunday. Also, look at the teams they are playing. They're playing Dallas. That's a tough one. Minnesota, I guess that's a tough one. But then they play Anaheim and Ottawa on the back half, which Maybe they'll be able to score some goals on those games. So, okay, who are we going for on Calgary? Backlund, for sure, if you can get him. If not, then who's hot lately? Well, there's Jacob Peltier, who's been playing on this line with Huberdeau and Nazem Kadri. And that's a good spot. And he has had some success there. Not so, so recently. He did have an assist against Boston earlier this week. He did have a couple multi-point games in the previous week against Vegas and Arizona. So Peltier is in a good spot. Then you've got your players playing with... uh, Mikhail Backlund, Majapani, and Coleman. So uh, both of them have been all kind of cold lately, uh, but that just means that they're going to be available for you in free agency. And actually, Coleman hasn't been cold. I don't even know why I'm saying that. Uh, somehow, even though playing on the same line as Majapani and Backlund, even though Majapani and Backlund haven't been getting points, Coleman scored in two straight games against Boston and Toronto. We'll see what he does today. So definitely, I would still go Backlund first. Uh, but then, yeah, go with Coleman. Then I'd say Majapani of that line. Uh, Pelche, I'm not like so super confident in like i like his line but i don't know if i have that much confidence in him being able to get points just he does also like in terms of like if, if your league counts peripherals like not too many shots from peltier which i don't love long term he's going to be an exciting prospect but i don't know and then uh, of course there's also dylan dubé 19 percent rostered and he's been playing on a line with lindholm and Tafoli, so another good spot deployment wise dubé you know hot and cold scored a goal against boston a couple games ago we'll see how he does today against minnesota uh, as far as the power play goes yeah the top power play you're not going to get anyone and then Backlund, Dubé, Manjapani, Peltier and Hannafin are on PP2 so you could probably get any of those forwards well actually no Backlund's probably rostered but yeah all the, I've mentioned all these forwards on the second power play so if you get any of them that could be interesting so yeah those are going to be your two teams you're definitely going to want to target 
uh, as far as the teams that do play Saturday, which is everyone else, obviously you're going to be looking for teams playing four times in the week. I think what I would be focusing on is, I'm just going to assume, by the way, that you can fit players on Tuesday just to make things easy. And then let's just say Thursday, things get a little harder. So if that, that leaves us with three teams who play three times, not including Saturday and also not including Thursday. So I'll say those are the teams with the next best schedules. And even better, of course, are the ones not playing Sunday so you can get those games early. And that takes us right to the Chicago Blackhawks who play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday against Ottawa, Detroit, Florida, and Tampa. Of course, Chicago has nobody now. They got rid of Patrick Kane. They got rid of Max Domi. Their lineup is... I mean, I, I could tell it to you if you want to hear like uh, Athanasiu, Kurashev, and Reichel have been on the line. Lucas Reichel is actually pretty interesting, right? He's a high pedigree guy. He's been called up. It looks like he has got an assist today in the game against Nashville. That game in, yeah. So Nashville won three to one against Chicago. Uh, but yeah, Lucas Reichel got an assist. So right away, I'll throw uh, Reichel out as someone that I would be interested in taking a look at, though he didn't get a ton of power play time. The top power play, like obviously everyone on Chicago is going to be available for you to add, except for Seth Jones, pretty much, uh, including goalies right and actually uh, Petr Mrazek had a decent game today so but it's scary it's gonna be scary but if you want to grab a goalie you'll be able to obviously fit Mrazek in if he plays Monday Wednesday and Friday you can get all three potentially uh, maybe he won't get all three though uh, maybe he'll get injured uh, but okay the top power play on Chicago like I was gonna say Tyler Johnson Andreas Athanasiu Taylor Radish and Philip Kurashev so you know normal those guys probably wouldn't some of them wouldn't even make second power play on a lot of teams in the league. But right now on Chicago, they're getting PP1. Is there anyone on a hot streak? Like Tyler Johnson, actually, he's been having a decent season. He had an assist against Dallas. Nothing in this game against Nashville today. He also had a goal and an assist uh, last week against Anaheim. So Chicago uh, and Tyler Johnson have been a pretty decent fit when he's been healthy. He's had a lot of health issues. But maybe Tyler Johnson is going to be the name I'm going to throw out as my uh, number one choice there. Maybe even you go with the uh, Chicago player over the Anaheim player, depending on if you have a spot on Tuesday, right? Because it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Those are all light days. And yeah, I guess Tyler Johnson, if I have to pick someone, I guess I'll pick him. And then, yeah, I'm into Lucas Reichel, even though he's not PP1, but he just is interesting to me. And then, yeah, I guess Athanasiu, Radish, Kurashev, you know, take your pick. There's actually someone also who I added in my dynasty league uh, because he's minors eligible named Cole Gutman, who I don't know anything about, but he had four shots today and he scored a goal in the previous game. He's a center. He's good for face-offs. That league counts face-offs. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with that ad and I'll be getting his Monday, Wednesday, Friday games. Uh, probably you're not adding him in a league that's not a dynasty league. Like even on Chicago, there's a lot of better options, but you know, shout out to Cole Gutman. There's actually a guy named, I guess I won't uh, call him out by first name but there was a guy named gutman that i went to camp with i remember back when i was a kid and i remember we had a fight one time so it's kind of a name that's really stuck with me uh, but anyway no one cares about that let's go to the other two teams that play three times not including thursday and saturday so these teams both play on sunday though so we we've got minnesota going tuesday wednesday saturday sunday and then winnipeg monday wednesday saturday sunday so i guess that Winnipeg schedule is a little bit tastier, getting the Monday, Wednesday to start the week, avoiding the busy Tuesday. So yeah, on Winnipeg, there might be some players available too that would be interesting. Uh, they just dropped seven goals on the Oilers. Obviously, you're not going to be able to grab a Connor, Morrissey, Dubois, Shifley, 
Ehlers. It was kind of cold. We'll talk about Ehlers on the mega show tomorrow if we have time. I like tell people we're going to. I'd like to talk about Ehlers. We have like a million trades to discuss, but Ehlers just getting no points when the Jets scored seven is pretty crazy. But anyways, that's not a topic for a matchup maximizer episode. Probably Neil Pionk isn't available to you, but everyone else probably is. Uh, potentially Nino Niederreiter, who is looking uh, pretty good over in Winnipeg. He's had assist in two straight games, including one today. Uh, three shots in each of his last two games as well. And Nino is playing on a line with Connor and Shifley right now. So that's basically the best place you can be over on Winnipeg, especially with Ehlers on a cold streak. And the top power play in this game against Edmonton, Wheeler, Shifley, Connor, Morrissey, and you guessed it, Nino Niederreiter. Nikolai Ehlers is on PP2. So there could be an argument to be made that at least in the short term, you want Nino ahead of Ehlers. Uh, we don't need to have that discussion, though. All we can say is that Nino Niederreiter is a very tasty ad for you right now. Like, even if you just want to grab the Monday, Wednesday and then reassess, I would definitely jump on Niederreiter if he's available in your league. That's going to be probably one of my top picks here. If you can't get a backland, then yeah, take a look at Niederreiter for sure. 20% rostered on Yahoo. So he might be out there for you. If you can't get him, uh like then it gets a little bit cold like then there's not really anyone else like i get like uh ehlers wheeler have been playing with kevin stenland man for a team that has playoff aspirations looking like they're gonna get in like that's not too deep where you uh are down i guess that pld is injured and cole perfetti is out and all of a sudden you got kevin stenland on your second line also by the way second power play so yeah it's decent deployment stenland did have two goals against la a couple games ago nothing in these most recent two games i definitely don't have any faith in him but if you're in the super deepest of deep leagues as long as this deployment holds obviously check game day lines and make sure it does before you add him before the game on monday but you know against san jose a lot of teams have been dropping a lot of goals against the sharks another reason by the way to be into nino i should mention is that he's going to be going against San Jose. And yes, so will uh, Kevin Stenland. So I guess, do I have to make him my second choice? I guess. Yeah, I guess so. So there you go. Those are the only two options, actually, that have any interest to me on the uh, Winnipeg Jets. Uh, Next up, we can go to the Minnesota Wild, who also play, like I said, three times, not including Saturday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, and Sunday. Minnesota has some new names on the roster. Marcus Johansson is in the picture now, as is John Klingberg. Unfortunately, I can't give you the results of today's game. Like I said, Minnesota and Calgary still going right now. We're about halfway through uh, the one goal in the game so far, scored by Joel Erickson Eck, assisted by Marcus Johansson and Matt Boldy. So uh, Johansson having a nice start, I guess, with his new team, which was also his old team. Uh, only 2% rostered, so you could probably get Marjo if you're interested. And hey, he's playing on a line with Eric neck and boldy so that wasn't like just a fluke thing that that line scored a goal maybe they'll be developing some chemistry so yeah i guess you can look at marcus johansson because the lines are kaprizov hartman zuccarello obviously you're not going to be able to add any of them if you can run like uh, ryan hartman only 31 percent rostered so i would be surprised if you're in a competitive league and ryan hartman is still available unless you're in a super shallow league in which case i don't even know how good this advice is that i've been giving because maybe i haven't been mentioning players that might be available to you uh on the other teams but yeah ryan hartman definitely go grab him while he's on that top line no doubt about it uh but then aside from him yeah you go down to uh, the lower percent rostered guys and yeah that boldy erickson Eck johansson line is probably the next best line on the team then you got like marcus Foligno, freddie Gaudreau, and sam Steele as a line so i'm not going to be recommending freddie 
Gaudreau, uh, head of Marcus Johansson. I'll take the guy playing with Boldy and Erickson Eck. So yeah, I guess there you go. By default, there you have my uh, second pick on Minnesota that, you know, after Hartman, I guess we're going with Marcus Johansson. Then John Klingberg. Yeah, if you can grab him. He was actually on a bit of a run on Anaheim. He was finally scoring some goals before he got moved. And, you know, Minnesota gave up not too much for him, but like, I don't know, actually very little. <laughs> like, I think it was a fourth and some players I'd never heard of. So, uh, may- but still, like, you know, they're paying at least a salary, which is a lot. So that means that John Klingberg should get some decent enough deployment. And so, yeah, I would be interested. I'll actually be waiting to see what happens on the power play, right? Because Kalen Addison is not as if he's exactly been stealing the job. So we'll talk about this more on the Sunday show. It doesn't look like there's been a power play, at least according to Frozen Tools. Actually, I think I could get more up to date if I just look at the actual box score here. Uh, power play. No, no power plays. Oh, I would have loved to know who's the getting PP1 over on Minnesota. If you're listening to this, go and check out the uh, last game lines over on Frozen Tools. And if it was Klingberg and he was on the top power play, then I would just, yeah, run to get him, actually. Uh, he's only he's already rostered in 42% of leagues. He might not be available to you, but if he is, then yeah, that would make him interesting. Uh, okay, so those are the teams playing three times, not including Saturday. Uh, I'll go through some more good schedules, look at some bad schedules, and then we'll look at a Sunday savior for people going for a win in this penultimate week before the fantasy playoffs in a lot of leagues Uh, so i'll get back to you in just a sec you're listening to the matchup maximizer all right we are back i've given you some of the teams playing four times on the more preferable days uh but there are a lot of other teams playing four times so i'll just throw them out there we've got the arizona coyotes going tuesday thursday saturday sunday uh buffalo monday tuesday so generally if you, if you have room on tuesday you let's focus on the teams that play at least monday tuesday and then also you know more times during the week i guess it'll be thursday saturday or i would have already mentioned them so yeah buffalo goes monday tuesday and then san jose goes monday tuesday so maybe let's take a quick look at those teams those could be the last ones i can look at for potential good streamers over on buffalo they have a guy named jack quinn who if you're a prospect person you've definitely heard of him and he's been on the team all year hasn't made too too big of an impact but now all of a sudden with alex tuck injured jack quinn has been on the top line with thompson and skinner so actually scratch everything i said before about nino niederreiter Uh, i think my top pick for next week is jack quinn because you get the Monday, Tuesday. If you could fit him on Monday, Tuesday, I would grab Jack Quinn. Then if you can't fit him on the Thursday, Saturday, I don't know, maybe you drop him or maybe you drop someone else, actually. I think Jack Quinn might be someone you just have to rush to grab now that I really think about it. He scored a goal versus Tampa Bay uh, in today's game. Uh, he also had a goal and an assist versus Columbus earlier in the week. It's just a really good spot. Tage Thompson and Jeff Skinner are very, very good. And so you want to have their line mate. This is like a Ryan Hartman situation. I'd be just as into Hartman and Jack Quinn at this point. I guess a little Hartman a little more just because I'm more confident that he'll hold the spot. Uh, obviously, if like Quinn has a couple bad games, maybe he gets bumped. But yeah, definitely grab Jack Quinn. He would be hopefully no one like paused the pod and grabbed someone else just to get to this point for me to be like, I'm into Jack Quinn. I'm kind of going through the teams based on the best schedules. But this this is a really great spot for him. And Buffalo does play Monday, Tuesday. And it's against Edmonton on Monday. Uh, wow. Okay. Because Edmonton's been letting in a lot of goals. They just let in seven against Winnipeg. So all the more reason, yeah, to go for Quinn over on Buffalo. If you can't get Jack Quinn, but you do want to get in on that Monday, Tuesday, um, maybe there's still some other options for you that you might be interested in. You've got Cousins playing with Middlestat and Vinny Hinestroza. So... 
<laughs> I'm pausing here. I'm trying to see like if there's any interest here. Middlestat hasn't been terrible, actually, lately. He has points in three of his last four games. He had two assists against Washington and then a goal against Boston. And then today he had an assist against Tampa. So you know what? I like Dylan Cousins a lot. So why not take Casey Middlestat, who's playing with Cousins? So there's my uh, deeper pick over on Buffalo if you can't get Jack Quinn. Uh, only 4% rostered is Middlestat. So you can probably fit him. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin is back, which means Owen Power was probably dropped, or if not, like, anyways, I'm not that interested in Owen Power yet, now that he's off the top power play, so I'll just throw that out there for you. Uh, and then what was the other team? San Jose. Okay, here's another name I'd be very interested in. Like, San Jose really stinks. They just got creamed today in their game versus Washington, but they did have a fun new face, new for this season, at least, in William Eklund, their early pick from a couple years ago. Eklund is on the team, and apparently he's going to be here for at least a little while, at least for Monday, Tuesday, next week, right, against Winnipeg and Colorado. Eklund, uh, one assist and four shots, played 19 minutes and 46 seconds, got top power play. Uh, yeah, I guess I could give you the actual lines here, but he was playing with Timo Meyer and just bringing this up. Meyer, Eklund, and Fabian Zetterland, who they just acquired from New Jersey. So that's interesting. Uh, anyway, so Eklund, yeah, becomes definitely someone who I would grab for the Monday-Tuesday if you have room on the Tuesday. And then, like I said, also top power play with Barabanov, Hurdle, and Couture, and EK65. Uh, if you can't get Eklund, I don't know. Goes Ederland, I guess, playing on the top. Oh, no, we'll go Barabanov, actually. Barabanov would be my pick. He's been playing with Couture all year and been pretty solid. So uh, Barabanov would be my second pick. And then Zetterland. You know what? I kind of want to just re... I'm not going to retake the whole show because that would be annoying. But yeah, these other teams I said that have really good schedules. Like Calgary, for sure. I stick with those because they go Monday, Tuesday. But I feel like there's a lot of teams here that play Monday, Tuesday that I'd rather have the players from and then just like reassess in the middle of the week. So yeah, grab an Eklund, grab a Barabanov, grab a Jack Quinn, and then you can swap for like, you know, I was saying that Chicago plays Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, definitely grab the Monday, Tuesday from one of these teams that actually <laughs> can score some goals. And then you could always switch to a uh, Chicago player for Wednesday, Friday, if you really want to maximize the games. But those Chicago players aren't as exciting. So yeah, definitely the Sharks there. I've given you the names. Eklund and uh, Barabano would be my top choices. Did, did uh, Fabian Zetterlund do anything? I don't think so. No, uh, he's probably not long for the top line. Eklund is the real deal, though. He's going to be there uh, for as long as he's on the team, I'm pretty sure. All right, so those are your good schedules for next week. Quickly looking at the bad schedules, uh, we've got Columbus and Toronto that both only play twice and both only play on Tuesday and Saturday. So it's going to be really hard. If you're in your like final week of your regular season fighting for the playoffs, you're not going to be wanting to hold on to a fringe player. Like As far as Columbus goes, you know, you're holding Gaudreau, you're holding Line A. Like, honestly, if you have to, maybe you're letting go of Boone Jenner, which stinks because he's had a great, you know, great run, like, you know, pointless in his last couple. Before that, he had a couple multi-point games recently. But, you know, if, you, if you're going for it, it's going to be a gift to someone else. Uh, but, yeah, unfortunately, you might have to let him go. And, then, you know, Adam Bogfist has been pretty solid lately, but obviously you could let him go if next week doesn't matter to you. Uh, yeah, uh, you know. Uh, you definitely aren't going to be holding on to a Columbus player. I guess like an interesting one is Elvis Merzlikens, who is clearly the starter now, now that Corpusalo is out, though he's had uh, a really bad game today, unfortunately, and yeah, only two games next week. Though I guess a lot, for goalies it's different, right? Goalies generally only play two games because the backup usually gets a game. So in that case, maybe you do just hold on to Elvis Merzlikens. They play Pittsburgh and, and St. Louis. Uh, we'll see how he does. Uh, you know, he's he's pretty hot and cold. 
Uh, then I said the Toronto Maple Leafs. So again, obviously Toronto has quite a few players that you're going to hold on to no matter what. Though maybe if you like, you know, picked up a Ryan O'Reilly. Well, actually, you might get lucky, which is like not nice to say. But O'Reilly left the game today versus Vancouver, so he is day to day. So you could just stash him on Yahoo and you know ride out that bad schedule. He's been kind of cold since that awesome hat trick he had. Uh, a couple of weeks ago now. Wow. Yeah, he's played five games since for Toronto without a point. Uh, so definitely, Brian, that's another player I'd like to talk to with Brian on the mega show tomorrow if we have time. Uh, but now if he's hurt, you don't have to worry about him. You stash him. I guess you might have a tougher decision with like a Michael Bunting who's a little cold lately, but just always in that good spot. But yeah, if you're desperate, you might even have to drop a Bunting. But I'll leave that up to you, the listener, to decide what you're going to do. Okay, let's finish up by looking at this week's final day of the matchup which is today probably that you're listening to this march 5th and we're looking for a player that you could stream in to take you over the top a sunday savior as we call it there's a a few games today so there's tampa versus carolina detroit versus philly montreal versus vegas new jersey at arizona and seattle at colorado so five games for you uh first off oftentimes you want to look for a goalie potentially here's an interesting option jonathan quick do you dare? Uh, he's had a really rough season with LA, but now he's going to be getting, he's already confirmed his first start with Vegas is going to be on today, I guess Sunday. I'm recording this Saturday night, so I'm having trouble with my today or tomorrow uh, against Montreal, who aren't the most scary opponents. So yeah, might be fun to just try out Jonathan Quick if you could fit him in and then, you know, see what, I, I don't think Quick is going to be getting a lot of starts. I don't think he's going to be a potential hold, especially with Aiden Hill's recent performance, but Quick could be interesting uh, for sure. Then as far as skaters go, you know what? I'm going to give you the flip side of my quick recommendation, which is maybe Jonathan Quick just is really not great and you want to load up on some Montreal players. And Montreal right now, the guy that's available that I'm the most interested in is probably going to be Josh Anderson. He's 12% rostered right now and he's got points in three straight, points in four of his last five. He had been playing with Nick Suzuki. I'm seeing in the most recent game he was playing on line with Druin and RHP, Raphael Harvey Pinard. So yeah, some line shakeups with Denis Gurionov now in the picture. Gurionov's been playing with Suzuki and Hoffman, at least in the last game against the Ducks. So yeah, these are all names actually I'll throw out there because basically everyone's probably available in a lot of leagues except for Nick Suzuki and Michael Matheson. Oh, side note, get Michael Matheson if he's available. This is not a streamer. This is not someone that's just grabbing as a Sunday savior. This is a season-long hold. Matheson is on fuego, super hot, three-plus shots in each of his last five games. He's got points in four of them. He's running the top power plays, not going anywhere. So he's only 30% rostered. If you could get Michael Matheson, that's pause the pod. Go get him for sure. I wish I did when I had the chance. Uh, But aside from Suzuki and Matheson, uh, yeah, then you've got obviously Caulfield, Doc, unfortunately injured. Maybe not because it's helping Montreal. Maybe Tank can get Bedard. But in the meantime, yeah, Josh Anderson is interesting. And then, yeah, if not, then you could look at Gurionov, who scored a goal uh, back a couple days ago versus LA for Montreal. So nice start with the team. Four shots in the most recent game versus Anaheim. So, yeah, I definitely think that Gurionov is interesting and likely, like I said, available to a lot of people. And then you could also go with uh, Mike Hoffman who is also currently playing with Suzuki, at least as uh, as far as recent game goes. He's my least uh, interested player that I'm interested in. I don't know if that sentence worked. But yeah, pointless in his last four and not as many shots as a Gurionov. So yeah, give me 
first Anderson, then Gurionov. If you want to take a Sunday streamer against Jonathan Quick, which I think when you're like you know looking for a Sunday streamer, I think you're looking for those matchups. And I guess in a similar note, you could look at Detroit versus Philadelphia, and it looks like Detroit is going to be playing Alex Nedeljkovic unless Vilehuso is healthy to play. But I think either way, Detroit's played now four times in this week coming into Sunday. It was a five-day week for Detroit that we chronicled on the uh, last matchup maximizer. So that definitely means that the Red Wings players are probably tired. I think it could be a good opportunity to load up against them. So, and Philly's probably got a lot of players, probably like almost all of Philly's players are actually available at this point. Like, Kevin Hayes has been dropped in Micah Cupful division. Uh, I've seen people talking about Tony D'Angelo and whether they should hold him. So I think, yeah, now that Travis Konechny is on IR, I think you could get any other Philly player in a lot of leagues. Who would I take of the plethora of Philly players? I think I'm going to say Owen Tippett. You know, I'm pretty basic. Give me the hot hand here. Tippett has goals in three of his last four games. Obviously, it's unsustainable. But also, these games have had shot counts of like six, eight, four. So... I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take uh, Owen Tippett. Hope that he can keep this up. He's getting really good ice time. Look, I see, I'm seeing that he played 27 minutes and 40 seconds in the last game against the Rangers, which is pretty crazy. Uh, sure, that game did go into overtime, but you know it's not the playoffs. Uh, so yeah, Owen Tippett is definitely someone that I would look for. So yeah, maybe one of those Montreal guys against Jonathan Quick or go for Owen Tippett. I guess I'm not going to go through every single other game. I guess I will mention New Jersey plays Arizona. And Arizona is not a very good team. So you, if you can get a New Jersey guy, then that could be interesting. The problem is, okay, so Timo Meyer is now in the picture. Apparently in practice today, Meyer was skating on a line with Hughes and Bratt, which is super scary for Arizona, for sure. I don't know if I'd be playing the Arizona goalie who's going to get the call against this uh, amazing top line. Uh, but yeah, none of those guys are available. And so that leaves, I guess, whoever is playing with Heesher. But if that's like Mercer, well, I mean, Mercer is just incredible right now. He's not available to anyone with scoring a goal every single game. Uh, he could prepare, apparently break some record if he scores again tomorrow and obviously a good chance against Arizona. I guess Tatar has been the third on the line with Heesher and Mercer. So yeah, maybe that holds. Tough to say. It was Brat, Hughes, and Sharon Govich. So I, I can't imagine Sharon Govich bumps Tatar. So yeah, I guess Tatar is going to be my next recommendation as a Sunday savior. So to recap, you can go Tatar. You can go with one of those Montreal guys, Gurionov, Anderson, I guess would be my top two. Uh, or yeah, an Owen Tippett over in Philly. I'm hoping one of them will be available to you and will help you clinch that matchup uh, to go along with all of my picks, who I guess I won't do a full summary. But once again, I'm really liking uh, for Monday, Tuesday, if you can get Quinn, if you can get Backland, if you can get Eklund, go for one of them. And then after that, yeah, on Anaheim, like I said, they have a good schedule. So maybe go for like a Mason McTavish or someone like that if you can get him or a Cam Fowler if you need D. But okay, that's going to wrap it up for the Matchup Maximizer. Good luck, everyone. Uh, definitely make sure to tune in to the Sunday show that's going to be coming out in less than 24 hours because Brian and I are going to try to give you as much information as we can about who has benefited and lost value in fantasy after this cr incredible trade deadline. It was so much fun this past week. I'm so glad it didn't just all happen on Friday. We had all week to chew on stuff. We talked about some of the trades on the Short Shifts episodes earlier in the week, which I would also definitely check out. But yeah, Brian and I will give now the full recap of the things that we think are the most significant so check it out make sure you're subscribed to keeping carlson if you're liking all this content we still wouldn't mind you could become a patron right now try it out for a month 
Uh, we would really appreciate that. Or at this point, maybe it's better if I just use this time to thank our existing patrons. Thank you so much for all your support throughout the season. And uh, yeah, we hope you'll stick with us even when the uh, regular season is over and the playoffs are over. Like we're going to keep the content coming all summer long. So hopefully we'll earn your patronage all throughout the summer. We always have a lot of fun with the patrons uh, through the playoffs. Oh, the Keeping Carlson playoff pool. Always a lot of fun. But anyways, I'm just blabbing right now. Let's end the show. I got to get back to prepping for tomorrow's mega episode. So hope this was helpful to you. Like I said, good luck. And hopefully when you listen to next week's Matchup Maximizer, it'll be in preparation for a playoff matchup. All right. See you, everybody.